When you hear the word tradition, what do you think of? Do you think about things that happened when you were a child growing up and some of the things your family did? Do you get confused on what exactly is a tradition? I don't know. I didn't have any. Well, today we're sharing some traditions and we hope it'll help you formulate an idea of what traditions are like for your family. So stay tuned. Welcome to the American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast, a show that lifts encourages, supports, and educates mothers to do their best in their awesome responsibility to raise, teach, and champion the rising generation. Join us as we talk to and answer questions from mothers nationwide about the challenges, heartbreaks, joys, and lessons learned from one mother to another. We've all heard the song, Over the River and Through the Woods to Grandmother's House Will Go. Our first guest, Becky Rowan, will share her experience with her grandmother's Thanksgiving. I grew up having Thanksgiving dinner at my grandparents' home. It was a farm that wasn't too far away from where we live here in Idaho. And it was complete with every dish uh, that you can think of, homemade, obviously, and delicious. The homemade pies were really spectacular that my grandmother would make. And we actually had a family dinner at my grandparents' home every Sunday anyway, but Thanksgiving was extra special. And then I inherited the privilege of, um, and I'm putting that in quotes, of preparing the family Thanksgiving meals when I lost my mom to cancer. I was only 30 years old. And so I wanted to continue our family tradition. And I knew if I didn't, it wouldn't happen. And so with my two little kids, usually one in a backpack and the other running around, I'd prepare all the dishes as my grandmother had taught me. And uh, so that was pretty special. And my saving grace would be to set my tables a week in advance, assign all my serving bowls and utensils, whether to be, and I use name place cards, which I still do today for where everybody's to sit. Anyway, in my younger years, I always used paper plates and plastic utensils because I didn't have 20 real plates. So, so, but 33 years later, I'm still preparing Thanksgiving dinner for my family and my friends. And actually every year I learn something new. Uh, gathering together in person, especially now is truly a blessing. Letting everyone know that they are appreciated and welcomed in our home is very important to us. And we like to give each one an opportunity to say what they're thankful for. So we each have a little card and we write what we're thankful for and we share what that is at the table or around around the fire or whatever. So that gives everybody an opportunity to say what they're thankful for this year and every year will be different. And, and I'm not gonna say it's not chaotic with toddlers and babies and 99 year old grandpa, but um, that's what makes Thanksgiving so special for us. Every year is very unique, but it's very, very memorable. And whether the turkey took longer to cook, which has obviously happened a few times for me, the gravy has been a little bit lumpy, or I have taken the um, mixer out of the mashed potatoes without turning the mixer off. So we always have some things to laugh about, but that's what, what makes it fun and it happens. So we just, we just prioritize laughing, smiling, hugging, and just being thankful. So that's what our Thanksgivings are all about. It's, they're not perfect by any means, but they're fun to, to get together and be together as a family and friends. I love that you shared some of those little things that happened to all of us. You know, oh, yeah. the, the mashed potato. One year I had sons that decided they were going to be creative with the mashed potatoes and they added garlic and all sorts of things and add a little bit more flavor. Of course, they left some plain for those who were not as adventurous, but 
I think adding those little um, family quirks, mm -hmm. those enhance the memories. Right. We have dinner bells from the farm and how they used to call the kids in. Well, our little kids, our grandkids get to ring the dinner bell when, when it's dinner time. And so we still have those, still use those. So That's yeah. Good. And we gather people who might not have a family to go to that are single or those kinds of things. So our table's not only family, it's, it's lots of friends too. Well, you have an extended family. Your family is so full of love and, and, and welcomes everyone in. That's wonderful. Well, thank you. Yes, thank you. Well, thank you for sharing that, Becky. I think a lot of us can, can relate to that. Mm -hmm. And well, if not, it might be something that a young mother down the way might want to consider doing that for her family as they get older. Yes, yes. So you're never too young to start doing that. It's possible. You just have to put a lot of thought into it when you got little kids. I inherited that, that duty, but I don't regret it. It's been a lot of fun. And your family, I'm sure, values that you did do that. Yes, I, I think so. I think so. Yeah, I do. So. Well, great. Well, thank you, Becky. Appreciate you yeah. taking time today. You bet. Thank you, Deanne. Appreciate it. Some traditions are carried on generation through generation, and that's an exciting thing to remember. But there are also other things that can be incorporated to start new traditions within a family. Karen Williams from District of Columbia has some good ideas to maybe consider what your family can do to help others. Thank you so much for having me. I would like to start with our Thanksgiving tradition. I personally, uh, I'm grateful to be a part of American Mothers. And our tradition is family. It's all about family. I enjoy all of us getting together. One person hosts the dinner and then we all pitch in. And it's just so much fun. We just give thanks. We always say, something that we're thankful for and we feast and we laugh and we have fun and it's, it's just a, a great time. Another tradition leading up before Thanksgiving is I'm a um, member of another organization, American Businesswomen, and we uh, coordinate with American Mothers. We actually collaborate together. And I, additionally, our lead person gets the basket together and I spend time with her family distributing baskets to needy family. That is so rewarding. It is so rewarding to see kids that are happy. Even though a lot of times on holidays, we're enjoying our Thanksgiving. There's so many people that don't have that and it gives me pleasure, pleasure from my heart to make sure that someone is happy as my family. I admire you for doing that. It takes a lot of time and energy and coordination, like you said, but it's something that all everybody can participate in their local communities, can't they? They could check with a food bank or social services or something that could help you find families or just provide food and let them take them to those families. Yes. Yes, I, that is right. While we're happy, it's so great to give. You have a big heart, Karen, and I appreciate you sharing that with us. Thank you. Thanksgiving is not all just about eating. Joyce Stevens and her husband have a really great family tradition that is very exciting for the children and the grandchildren. Let's listen to what Joyce has to share with us. Hi, I'm Joyce Stevens. I'm from Nebraska, a member, of course, of American Mothers. I want to tell you about Thanksgiving holiday. When I was growing up, in my memory, 
I only remember having big, big turkey dinners at home with my siblings and my parents. We were from a large family, so therefore it was just easier to have it with us. Just all the traditional meals. We never went to grandma's and grandpa's. It was too far away, too many people, that kind of thing. But when we, my husband and I got married and had our children, then it, it started expanding and growing. But I want to tell you about something that we do with our grandchildren. We now have three grown children and 10 grandchildren, ranging from ages, Gwen just turned five, and the oldest is 21. But ever since they were little, or we started having grandkids, and they could go outside and play in the yard, we did what we called a turkey hunt. And I got this idea from a pharmacist that I worked with for years. Now, first I'll tell you, we live in Nebraska. We live in an area along the river and very hilly, a lot of bluffs and the lake and, and a lot of forestry. And we have a lot of wild turkeys, by the way. We're not really going out and shooting turkeys. I find myself a whole bunch of big cardboard boxes and I draw these silly little cartoon turkeys. I try to make them all look different with magic markers and cut them out. And we hide them out amongst the trees in the yard and up into the hills. And our kids just have a blast with that. We split them up into teams where we'll have a couple of older ones with the other little ones. And we might have two or three teams and then we send them out and they go and they collect as many of these turkeys that I try to make life size. They're pretty goofy looking, but they, they bring them back to the house and that we tell them that they will win a prize. The best team, of course, gets a prize, but it really ends up, they all get something. They all get prizes. I usually pick up a bag full of things from their local thrift store and they don't care what it is. It's just they love it and it's just the idea they get out and they're running through the trees we laugh we watch them from our front porch and it's just so much fun so I try to continue doing that every year this year I do have to make some new turkeys I was saving them but they were left out in the snow last year and they sort of got icky so I'll be looking for some more cardboard boxes and try to get my creative juices going and make some new turkeys Traditions aren't just at Thanksgiving and Christmas and holidays. There's other times during the year when families create memories and traditions. Nancy Kennedy has a really interesting one to share with us right now. Well, I love traditions. And it seems like our whole family, every time we do something twice, it becomes a tradition. And we have to do this. And suddenly it's it's tradition. Years and years ago, my grandmother and my mother always bottled peach syrup as part of the canning process every fall when you're canning your peaches. And I'm sure it's gotta be a depression era recipe because it's you just use the pits and the peels. But my kids, we've always had peach syrup and love it. Well, we moved to a town up in Northern Utah called Brigham City and their big fall festival is peach days. So I thought, oh, we'll have peach syrup and French toast and peaches and with whipped cream, and that'll be fun before the parade. Well, that simple tradition has now turned in to kids and grandkids and in-laws and friends and everyone coming to the house. Well, now we're so busy trying to get 
to the parade because last year or well, the last couple of years, my son has been involved with the Chamber of Commerce and he's been in charge of the parade and I was in the parade and we're all doing things. But it's something we plan every year. How are we gonna do the, the Peach Day's breakfast? And so, and now we're trying to adapt that that tradition even more. We took a, a camp chef up to my husband's office and cooked behind the office as the parade was starting. But it's just something that the kids look forward to and it's kind of a silly tradition, but it really binds us together. And I think that's what traditions do is they make us family. They make us part of a communal whole. They give us, the, as the seasons change and as times change and, and we do things that bring in certain parts of the year, we do them as family with these traditions or these celebrations that make it really part of us. Most people have traditions that bring fond memories to their minds and warm feelings to their hearts. Unfortunately, there are many, many others that do not have those kind of memories. They struggle with tradition. They struggle with the norm of what most people think are tradition and what's expected during holidays or special times. I appreciate that Sabrina Wisher DeWitt is taking time with us today to share her history and her feelings about traditions and how she deals with those and how she blesses others because of it. At an early age of 16, my mom left. And so it was just my father and I and I had a younger sister who I just jumped in the shoes to help raise um, after graduation. I didn't go to school or anything because I really didn't have that motherly guidance. I had my father and my father, we had our salvage yard and we just, that's what we did and we worked. So I became pregnant at the age of 22. I was not married, but then I got married. And then I had a daughter, um, her name is Michaela. She was born with a disability. So then I was a young mom with a husband that was disabled with lupus and a handicapped daughter. So I did not have any traditions. There was no traditions in my my growing up. And then I became a single mom um, with a handicapped daughter. And through my process with Michaela, we didn't have a lot, <laughs> I'll be honest, um, but we made the best of it. I made the best of, and I think that's what all mothers do. Well, I'd like to think that's what most mothers do. They make sure their children have what we didn't have. And Michaela was a little different because Michaela didn't walk. She didn't talk. So I really didn't have anything normal back when my mom left to now I'm a mom to a daughter that doesn't walk, talk. I don't know how long she's going to live at this time. As time went on, um, I tell people all the time she saved my life. And as you well know, Deanne, God had a much bigger plan for me. Through Michaela, she taught me that the little things in life is what matter. So our traditions became very abnormal. I didn't like the holidays, I'll be honest with you. I did not like the holidays at all because it was hard. My friends were celebrating with their kids and doing all the kids stuff and all the per se normal stuff. But my normal wasn't normal. Then I had my son Hunter. So then I have this screaming child that um, I have to figure out what I have to do with my son. And, but once again, God's plan was bigger than two because I have this amazing son um, that taught me what normal could be. But so then we just brought in with Michaela. We made, we just made the best we could do. So as time goes by, I started a foundation as Michaela's a lot older because I'm going to help other families 
because I walked in the shoes of going without. Um, I didn't have anyone. I was angry. Um, sorry, I don't know why I got so emotional. Um, I was angry because kind of like um, we all plan as little girls to have this amazing life. And mine always seemed kind of like I would go and hit a wall, go and hit a wall, go and hit a wall. But once again, God had a much bigger plan for me. So my traditions, um, I made the best that I could make of them because I never was taught traditions. We never had the traditional things. And so um, with Michaela, I think God used her to show me to look beyond what the per se normal was. So with my foundation that I started with Michaela's Miracles and Blessings, I started adopting families for Christmas. So I started with five families and that was seven years ago. I started with five families because I wanted to make a difference because I knew what it was like to go without. I knew what it was like to be not have anyone. And so I started with five families and now seven years later, I'm blessing for Christmas. I'm blessing over 50 families every year. And then two years ago, I wanted to make a difference for where I grew up. So the community where I grew up, I get teased a lot that I'm from Evergreen, but it was an Evergreen community. And at the time, it's it's a it's a tough part of town. It, it really is. And I guess lower income families are there. And there's a lot of young moms there and the kids don't have anything. So with my foundation, I started going into the schools and giving them coats, gloves, hats, anything I, I could give them to make their day better. Because it's amazing when the first time I ever did is when I gave this child a pair of boots and he was so excited that he actually got a pair of boots and he could take them home, you know, because he didn't have boots to play in the snow. So with the foundation, I fed 60 families last year. And now this year, I'm going to be feeding 100 families. But to me, giving is my tradition because I always... I don't know, I guess being without, you always kind of want because you see the families down the street doing the, the normal things. Mom and dad are there and having that great thing. And, you know, I didn't have it. My family traditions were they all get together and everybody was drinking, I'll be honest. And that's what the adults did. And so when I see these kids that I help in the schools in that, I know now, I mean, it's not just alcohol these kids are witnessing too. It's some bad, rough stuff. With the families now, it's awesome because I'm getting letters from second graders, kindergartners, first graders. They can't spell, but when they're thanking me for coats, gloves, thanking me for snacks because I provide snacks to the schools. So my traditions are kind of like really broadened, I guess I should say. So I'm very thankful. My Thanksgiving, I am thankful for so much, but also I am giving more back. And that's where my traditions are now. And having Michaela as my handicapped adult, we are together 24-7. I mean, if I want to go um, shopping, it's we go shopping for other families. And I have Michaela with me. She is right there with me every step of the way. So I have to laugh at some families where, well, they can't go because they have kids. Well, you know what? If my child can't go, then I don't go. And to me, it's very important for me to give back to these kids, man, all they do is they want to be loved, you know? And um, I didn't have a lot of that growing up. 
and it was not fun. <laughs> it was not fun. So to get a little card that said, you know, they can't even spell my name <laughs> and just tell me, thank you for the snacks. Um, like the other, other little boy wrote, told me I deserved a day off <laughs> of relaxation because I do so much. So yeah, do I have traditional Thanksgivings? I don't. I mean, my tradition now is where I take my daughter, I involve my nieces with me now, and they know it every single year. We get together at Aunt Sabrina's. We put these meals together. You know, today we did it. You know, we put together um, the meals and they're so simple. It's just canned foods, uh, perishable items. And to me, that's a tradition that I want to go on forever. I want to keep on giving because people tease me all the time that I can't win the lottery because I just give it away. You know, I mean, that's, that's just who I am because you know what, Deanne, I've, I've walked that walk, you know, and that's my drive of giving and making my traditions. Part of that is because I've walked the walk. I've been without a lot. You have the biggest heart, Sabrina. <laughs> and, and I really appreciate you sharing very honestly your background and I'm sure you're not the only one that can benefit from <laughs> talking this through because so many suffer in so many different ways now. Mm -hmm. And I just appreciate you coming on and just really being totally upfront and honest with it. I was in an ideal situation growing up, unlike you. And I love that you have taken your experiences and move forward with it to bless other people's lives instead of wallowing in self-pity, which so many people do also. I think if there's anything I can say to those moms that think that it won't get any better, it will. You just got to believe. So That's perfect. Thank you, Sabrina. You Thank are you. always a light in my life. I really appreciate Sabrina's encouragement for all mothers and families to don't think it won't get better. It will. You just believe and move forward. You look for the brightness in your life and you will be blessed because of it. Traditions don't need to be the way they have always been. If you need to change them for your family to make it a better situation for you, by all means, do what's best for your family. Nancy Kennedy and I talk about this a little bit. Someone asked me a question. Is it critical to maintain traditions exactly the way they are or the way that you were raised as a child? Is it okay to modify them, to apply them to your own family and in what you do with your family? Oh, is, you, have you absolutely have to. Because as we change and as, as new family members come in, we're dealing now with new in-laws and, and new grandbabies. And that changes the whole dynamics of things. We're able to change and kind of morph our traditions. And I think you have to. Like I said, this peach taste thing has gotten so big now. I've got to figure out a way to make it still happen without driving all of us nuts before the <laughs> break starts at 10 o'clock Saturday morning. Get everybody fed and out of the house. But you keep the important nuggets. But then the rest of it, you make fit your family and you fit what's happening at the time. 
Does that help? That is perfect. I think so many young parents feel compelled that they have to do everything the way that they had it when they were raised, when they were growing up. And that's something we've done with our children. This is your family now. Let's see what we can work to keep what's important to you that'll be valuable to your family in the future. And we as grandparents can't get too hung up on, well, that's not the way we did it. We've got well, to allow our children to be the parents and bring those viable activities and experiences and traditions to their families that'll be important for them. Well, exactly. And when you marry, you bring a whole new set of traditions and expectations and things into play. And just as we were first, my husband and I were first married, it's like, well, how does your family do it? How do you do it? And I remember when I first got a tree topper for one of our very first Christmas trees. And my husband was like, that's not right. It's like, excuse me, it's a star. It's lovely. But it wasn't the tree topper that his family always had. And and it was just simple things. And and actually we inherited that tree topper now. <laughs> and so problem solved, right? Problem so it's solved. Going to go up, it's going to go up at the end of the week because we don't, that's a big tradition. We don't put Christmas up until Thanksgiving's over. We give the turkey its due. <laughs> but as you bring in those traditions and you find that some of their traditions are kind of fun. And some of their traditions add so much to your family that you wouldn't have it any other way. So as you do meld and blend two families together, and now as we're bringing in in-laws and as people are bringing different foods to Thanksgiving mm -hmm. that are part of their family and part of their tradition, we just learn to embrace it and learn to be part of, part of the growing and changing part of families. That's what I have found has been really fun is, especially with Thanksgiving, our, our feast is getting bigger and bigger. And sometimes we have to modify what we have been used to so we can embrace the, the new and, and embrace the new family member. So I like that. I think it's important that, that we make them feel welcome. And, and now they're family. Right. And families grow and families change. And it's, it's just a wonderful part. And we just kind of say, okay, this is what I did. And this is what you do. And let's make it work together. And it's a wonderful opportunity. Awesome. And I think that's part of the cultural tribalism that we all are. We, we bring in all the parts and, and make it into one beautiful, unified, good time and celebration of family and what's really important. Perfect. Well, Nancy, thank you for spending time with us and sharing your traditions and helping us expand our vision of what traditions can be. So thank oh, you. Thanks, Hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thank you. Same with you and your family. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today on our podcast, American Mothers Mom to Mom. We hope you've enjoyed talking about traditions and some of the things that you might incorporate into your families. I hope you'll stay tuned because there are some really interesting traditions to be shared next week. We look forward to seeing you then. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you like what you heard, subscribe so you can get your weekly dose of mom-to-mom -mom encouragement. We understand that being a mother can be overwhelming, but we hope that you found something useful you can apply to your own life. We invite you to share this episode with a friend who might also enjoy the message. 
The mission of American Mothers is to support mothers, empowering them to positively impact their families and communities. We want each one of you to discover and share your innate, inherent, and natural abilities to bless your children and others. The primary purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of American Mothers Incorporated, its members or employees. AMI is not responsible for, nor does it verify the accuracy of the information contained in the podcast, nor does the series constitute any professional advice or services. We look forward to visiting with you one mom to another next week. Until then, just do your best at mothering and remember you're not alone. You've got an army of mothers all around you cheering you on.